Welcome back to our daily Bible study time. We're talking about two levels of living. We can live on the level of the flesh, which means we're controlled by our, our own selves and the best that we can do. Or we can live on the level of the Spirit where we let God through his Holy Spirit in us, if we're a believer, live and guide and direct and enable us to live from the inside out. And we've been talking about <clears throat> as, as these levels, that either the works of the flesh or the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is what God does in and through our lives and how he works in our lives and how we live on that level. And we've talked about the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, and we've been talking about peace now for over a week because so few people really have inner peace and the kind of uh, victory over worry and anxiety that we need to have. So I wanted to just spend a little more time on that as we continue on with the fruit of the Spirit. If, if we really want to be victorious, we have to make some attitude choices and we have to, to choose to choose God's peace over our worry. And attitude has been defined as our mental and emotional response to the circumstances of life. And so we can choose the attitude. We can't choose the circumstances always. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. But we can always choose our attitude toward the circumstances. We can respond in one of two ways. We can worry or we can trust God. And therefore, that's our choice on a daily basis. Probably the key passage in all of Scripture that deals with peace is in Paul's letter to the Philippian Christians. They were very anxious. They were very worried. And he was writing from Rome where he was in prison for preaching the gospel. And he understood their problems. He understood their hurts. He understood their difficulties. Yet he knew the secret of a worry-free life. And that's what he shares with them. First of all, I want you to notice, as after I read these verses, what, God, what God's word tells us to do. Listen to the words. <clears throat> he says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the God of peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. So what does God tell us to do in this passage? First of all, he says, don't worry about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Now, he was writing from prison, and if there was anybody who seemingly had a situation, a circumstance that would cause worry and anxiety, it would be Paul. But he had learned some things that helped him overcome that. You see, worry is an epidemic. One half of the people in America can't eat. Uh, millions of people have eating disorders caused by anxiety. Businessmen who don't know how to fight worry, one leader said, is going to die young. And the definition of worry is, comes from a Greek word, which means to divide, to rip apart, to tear, to pull in different directions. And the English word means to strangle or to choke. All of those are apt descriptions of what worry and anxiety do to us. I remember an old farmer put it this way, worry is getting all worked up over a bunch of stuff you ain't got no control over no way. Well, his English wasn't very good, but he probably was pretty right. 
and hit the nail on the head. So worry is common, but also worry is a serious sin. The Bible talks quite a bit about it. Jesus talked about it in the Sermon on the Mount. But we need to recognize this for what it is. It is a sin. It is a sin of unbelief. You see, the Bible says when we worry, we defile God's temple, not the worship place, the church, but we, the worship person, and the Holy Spirit living in us. That is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. If like vandals came and really tore up our church building, we would be incensed, we would be angry, we would be upset that they would do such a horrible thing. But yet we destroy our own temple of our body by worry and anxiety. But that's the first thing he says, don't worry. The second thing, you say, well, that's easy to say, yes. But here's the key. Don't worry, pray. Don't worry, pray. Pray about everything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, present your request to God. So in everything, pray. Instead of worrying, pray. When you start to worry, pray. When you start to get all anxious, pray. When you get all upset, pray. This is the general word for prayer. It's just the word for that, that we would use for petition when we, when we just petition God, when we ask God for whatever we want to talk to him about. And when we do that, we unlock our needs to God. Jay Adams says there are three questions we ought to ask God. What is my problem? What have I done about it? And what do, what do I expect to do about it? And when we bring that to God, we say, here's my problem. Here's what I've done, and here's what I'll do, but I'll do anything else you want me to do. And we seek help by bringing them to him. Peter said, in the Phillips translations, puts it like this, you can throw the whole weight of your anxieties on him, for you are his personal concern, 1 Peter 5, 7. So prayer is letting go and releasing all of these things that are causing anxiety to God, giving them up and handing them over. Now, the third thing he says, instead of worrying, pray. But there's a second thing to do, and that is give thanks. With thanksgiving, he says, make your prayers to God with thanksgiving. Always pray with thanksgiving. Begin your prayer with thanksgiving. End your prayer with thanksgiving. The chief cause of worry is preoccupation with the problem. You see our eyes on the problem. Our eyes not on God. Our eyes not on Jesus. That's why the Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. You can't rejoice in some of the things that happen, but you can rejoice in the Lord always. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 34, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. We must continually be praising and thanking God. Always come to God with a thankful heart. Release that fear. Release that worry. Change the way you pray by thanking God instead of just asking for things. It's all right to ask, but always be thankful. Come with a thankful heart. Thank him, and even thank him that he's working in the problems, and thank him that he's with you in the trials, and thank him that he's there for you in the times of need. Because if you, instead of worrying, will pray and be thankful, you will begin to see amazing and drastic results. We're going to talk about those tomorrow, but today, don't worry, pray, be thankful.